Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. Ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. If we're not putting the pressure on them in society is, how are we showing them the way to be, to be, to, to not be afraid to fail, to not have to be perfect, to, you know, not get straight A's in school, like to not be on the best hockey team, soccer team, basketball mm. team. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. We're so honored to talk to you. You have such an amazing story. We have four boys um, between the two of us. Mm. So this is a really, I think, under underserved conversation that doesn't happen often. Mm. Your name is 
Dr. Jason Wilson. No doctor. People say that. I'm just Jason Wilson. <laughs> I guess because you seem like you are have like a like a you I think you're a doctor. You know what I mean? You can <laughs> You have you have viral videos. Mm-hmm. You have a story of your own. You have these conversations that people um, seem to ignore. Why don't you, in your best words, let us know what what you think people know you for and what you want to be known for? I guess people. Um, I guess what I want to be known for is just a healer, someone who um, my name in Greek actually means healer, and just helping boys and men. Um, revisit, uh, well, stop allowing their trauma to time travel and affect their present lives. And so to help men and boys heal through the trauma, the emotional pain um, that they've been through so that they can truly live from the good in their hearts instead of their fears. And I I would rather just be known as a healer, someone who was compassionate, uh, long-suffering and patient. And uh, of course, a man of God, for sure someone who um, embraced his calling until he was called home. You're, you're also very calming, which your voice is calm. You must know that you have a calming voice that makes people bring the level down to a very lovely level. Well, I started, you know, um, I used to do security and mentoring at one charter school here in Detroit. And I was called on because, you know, they had just started. And with, I think in a matter of three to four months, they had like 17 fights. And I realized quickly that yelling at students wouldn't get them to change. And so I, uh, over time, just developed um, what I call relational security, where I actually, you know, welcomed them into my life as, and they started welcoming me into theirs. And I'm telling you the truth, Kat, that before fights would break out, they would let me know. They say, Mr. Wilson, these two people were arguing. I just want to give you a heads up. And then one girl who was threatening to kill herself, she wouldn't let anyone in the car with her except me. And so when, you know, I train martial arts in the Cave of Adullam, which is our transformational training academy. Um, and when I yell there, it's only to affirm and to encourage. I never yell to condemn. So when I raise my voice, let's go, you can do it, is to encourage them, to push them through their fears and insecurities. But yelling doesn't work if they don't, if, they, if the kids do not know you love them, it doesn't work. And so, I, you know, you're, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to be, I was a social worker and I worked at our, at the biggest guns and gangs court in, um, in our, in Toronto. And uh, I looked, when I, I was like 22, I had just graduated, you know, I was so much to learn. And I remember the way the staff would treat me thinking I was friends or a girlfriend or someone with the, with the teen I was with. And they were so disrespectful and rude. Like it wasn't even a common, it wasn't even a common, um, like the, you don't teach, you don't treat humans like that, let alone a youth who's possibly you know, going through something, not even to mention like systemic racism and just waking up and trying to get through the day and just kind of like, and then when they found out I was the worker with them, the tone shifted. And I was like, you know, the tone should be the same for me with their, with the respect. So I'm assuming you gave them a level of respect and validation that made them say, I trust you, right? Mm -hmm. Like they, I trust you. Yeah. And and more so that they were understood, you know, a lot of times, yeah, when gang members would come up and literally threaten the lives of the students, you know, I would basically paint out the picture. I would give them an example. say, look, you got 15 minutes before the police arrives. This is scenario number A. I mean, letter A. This is scenario letter B. You choose right now. And they say, thank you, Mr. Wilson. I never, they don't know. Boys and men, we're not taught to process our emotions. We're not taught to respond, but to react. And typically when we react, it's in a demonstrative way. And that's a result of, you know, what I call the masculine mandate. That's the society's order for men to only exude masculine attributes. So we're called soft if we're nurturers. We're called weak if we cry. We're called uh, lazy when we're tired. And so that's why so many of us, we fake it to make it. But unfortunately, those suppressed emotions, those thoughts, negative thoughts about ourselves, they become toxic and then they come out 
in ways where we soon, you know, we, we regret. And so it's so imperative that men have an opportunity and boys to know that they are heard and that what they're saying yeah. will not be impassively dismissed. When we mean when you're raising a son, what are some of the things you can do to give them space to have the feelings? Because I feel like it's so hard to, to make them want to talk. And it's so hard to, you know, I think so many of them are performance based. So they're, 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 they're tied to performance. Um, and if they're not performing, they're failing rather than just feeling, you know, like when you're trying to parent a child and they feel like they failed you rather than, no, I'm just parent. I love you. I'm just parenting you. What are some of the languages that are different for boys that we can be using to help them feel validated and get out of this performance-based action that they all want to be? Hmm. That's a great question, Kat. Um, for me, it's modeling what I want to see. You know, what is it? what's the saying? Our children don't listen to what we say. They do what we do. And so as a father, when I became transparent um, and he saw me being able to not only process what I'm saying, but to articulate it even to my wife in a way that didn't bring forth an argument. And then to see him for him to see me even in the cave of Adela where we train and fathers were talking and expressing ourselves, even tears when the stress we face, wow. it, it opens the floor for a young boy like, well, wait a minute. These men in front of me are warriors. These are some serious guys. And for them to be able to drop their shields at this very moment shows that I have an opportunity to do it as well. So with my son, as a parent, we need to be intentional. So if I come home, I say, hey, how was your day? He says, oh, it's okay. It was all right. I don't leave his room because that's not an answer to me. I take a seat. Right. I always touch him either on the back of his neck, rub his head. How was the, what was, how was your day? What's the most exciting thing that happened? You know, so I don't, I, I don't give him open-ended questions. I want exact answers from him. And so then he says, well, wait a minute, my dad really cares if I stop my day and just sit. And I say, I want to have a conversation. What's going on? How are you dealing with the girls, the social life? Don't act like, you know, you don't have any pressure. And, and that's right. what they feel as parents were coming from parents. You know, we compare, you know, we'll say things like, um, and I used to do this with my daughter. You think that's stress. Wait till you have to work 10 hours a day. Yep. You, know, you can't do that. As soon as you, you say that to your child, they automatically put you in this box that you don't understand their world. And then once that happens, they have, you know, the world cat already puts enough pressure on our children. The last thing a parent needs to do is add to that pressure. You're so right. You're so right. And I think that boys, for some reason, I it's like it's they get such toxic messages of how to be a, a boy or a man. And when, you know, the minute they're crying, like, are you crying? Like, what's wrong? Like, what's wrong with you? It's like, and from when they're little, right? Like, we're like, we make fun of them being little girls rather than you know, being, being okay with their feelings. And I think a lot of parents maybe feel uncomfortable with boys' feelings and they don't know how to work through the feelings, right? So- I mean, that's really good, Kat. That's, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, first and foremost, I mean, majority of our fathers look to who were their role models were, even in entertainment, okay? When have you seen an action movie where two men uh, were able to resolve conflict without resorting to violence. So you don't right. see it in society, neither in our music or anything. So especially, again, a woman like a son, of course, affirmation from a, fa a father to a son means the world to the boy. Absolutely. But a, son, a son will run through a wall for his mother. All right. So when a mother says condemning words, pronouncements over him, you're weak, you shouldn't be crying, you know, suck it up, be a man especially like we help a lot of single mothers here and I was raised by a single mom and it, that's a hard lifestyle. And yeah. a lot of times they put boys and they have no choice, but to put boys in a position of being a man when they didn't never have a yeah. man to teach them how to be one. So here comes the frustration, the anger. And, and, and so they don't have any outlets. And so you, a lot of times kids are dealing with pornography, you know, because of the access mm -hmm. to the internet, um, suicide is high, especially right now. First time in history, African-American boys, I believe it's 13 years of age and younger, are dying by suicide more than any other race for the first time in history. Wow. Wow. So, 
when our boys are not heard, you know, this is what happened. As men, we die by suicide three times as likely as women. You know, uh, women make more attempts, which is interesting, but men, we're more successful at it because we want to, you know, we hey, look, if I can't be strong all the time, I can't provide, I can't get the woman of my dreams, all these other things. I'm not hyper masculine. I'm not this guy. What is life? If I can't live the way society says I am to live, I don't want to be here. And so when I talk to men who are suicidal and I shared in my new book, Battle Cry, I, actually, it's my dedication. I say, you're not tired of living. You're tired of not living. So in other words, men are tired of not being able to be humans. Boys are tired of not being able to be humans. So in the cave of Adela, what we train here, and the reason those videos go viral, Kat, is because men and boys innately were created to express the same emotions as women. The issue is that we're not really allowed to. And uh, you mentioned the viral video in 2016. We, our nonprofit cat, we had to shut down our offices for at least two days. That's how many calls we were getting. And this is what was intriguing to me. Men from all over the world, different backgrounds. I'm like, man, what is so viral about me telling a boy it's okay to cry? These men were crying to our women's staff on the phone. Where's Mr. Wilson? I wish my mm. did this with me. And they were just, they just needed someone to hear their hearts. And so that's why, like, man, why are they going viral? And what it is, God told me, he says, people forgot what love feels like. So in a society that's stuck in fight or flight response, everyone's guarded because they've been hurt before. They've seen this leader disappoint them. Instead of allowing people the freedom to make mistakes and recover, we put them on these pedestals. So when they fall, we're devastated as well. And so everything is looked with mm. the eye. And so when you see something that looks pure and feels pure, that's why I stay transparent, even publicly, because you will not put me on an, on an idol. I will not be your idol. Right. I will not be on a pedestal. I'm just a man who strives to be righteous. And then when I make a mistake, I write that mistake and keep moving. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. 
You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Nat. And, and that's what it is, Kat. Men are, are tired of being boxed in. You know, it's like uh, a friend of mine told me when I was speaking at a conference, he said, so what you're saying, uh, Mr. Wilson, is that Men, we're like the eight uh, box of crayons, you know, and women are 64. I said, exactly, far as the emotions. And so in our training, it's a wheel. It's called the filling wheel by psychiatrist Gloria Wilcox. And it's, it's a gamut of emotions. And I use it as a tool to teach men how to move from the traditional or the surface emotions of anger and frustration to get to the deeper, the root cause, which may be fear, insecurity, you know, lack of self-esteem. And so sadness, right? Sadness. Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. Some it's- men get angry and boys get angry when they're sad. And, you know, a lot of them mm-hmm. can turn it around and make it about them. Like, you know, and then they're not feeling, they're just reacting to these feelings and you're having to basically rescue the feelings and they're not actually feeling. They're just, it's a, it's a, it's an empty feeling because they're able to make it anger. And then everyone's like, oh, don't get angry. Mm, and, and so I call it emotional incarceration. It's a mm. safe space. It's a, it's, it's, it's no, we're not sentenced that we basically go in this cell on our own. The door stays open. We could come out at any moment, but because the way we're treated, when we express the way we feel, especially young boys, we rather just be hard and silent and look tough. If this is what you want, I'll be that. And as a result, is ruining so many marriages and families and society. The only way a lot of kids even know how to express themselves, young boys, is through violence. You know, when they're hurt or offended or, you know, just an outcast, you know. Hey, grab a gun, you know, punch someone, you know, go to porn, get on drugs, you know, because it's, it's, it's inhuman or inhumane to tell a, a human being that he can only operate and masculine attributes, which is like strength, boldness, aggression. And that's what happened. We've allowed one adjective, which masculinity, you we there's nothing toxic about it. Okay. A man becomes toxic when he allows himself to only exude those attributes. Because we're much bigger than that. I know men who are nurturers. I'm a nurturer. My children are telling yeah. me. But when do you see publicly men given uh, credit for being a nurturer? You know, and so those things with we, 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 our health is it, it always seems like we're high risk of everything, heart disease, you know, and I'm just like, we don't want to go to the doctors. Why? Because it looks weak, like something is wrong. 
And so we don't we don't do that again. It's it's we have to change society's definition of who we are. And then you have uh, or who they say we are. You have misleading mantras, you know, no pain, no gain. You know, how many mm-hmm. I can tell you how many injuries I feel today because I thought that was a universal principle. Some things aren't meant for us to push through, yeah. push through, but some things we got to just sit still and feel through and heal. And I give an example of an athlete, Kat, if you and I owned a, a, t- a football team or basketball team, our star athlete, the franchise player, he gets injured. He's not going back on that field to win till he's healed, till he's ready. to. Yeah. We can't risk him to re-injure himself or possibly in his career. But look at us. Right. We push through pain. We if someone our mother dies and she meant, you know, just missed, meant to meant the world to us. We give each other a pound at the funeral and say, what? Stay strong. You know, it's programming us like, okay, well, wait a minute. This is a moment of weakness for me, but because I'm weak and crying, oh, I'm not a man. I got to suck this up. And now here it is. We're walking around with a heavy and broken heart that our mother has just transitioned, transitioned. The first love of our life we will no longer see anymore on this earth but we have to suck that pain up and hold it in. And that's why when we get to the job, get, uh, you know, uh, road rage, you know, God cuts you off, you just snap because our capacity is full. And until we practice uh, releasing it, and uh, in my book, I share the four R's, you know, reflect, release, uh, reset, then you can rest. I do that every morning, reflect on what's going on, release everything that's negative, that can uh, ruin my day. And then I'm able to reset and then I'm able to rest. And this is a process I do even throughout the day, even in a call, if I have thoughts coming in right now with you, I have to release it, let it go so I can live in this moment. And and unfortunately, you know, a lot of us, yeah, and and we're not trained to do that. We're trained, typically we're worried about- everything right for everybody all the time. Yes. Provide, show up, make the money, keep them safe. Don't disappoint them. Yes, you, 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 so you got I, it. I have a really uh, interesting question for you, I think, is let's just say you're in a, in a, a household with um, a mom and dad and the dad isn't ready to do the, the work, but a woman is listening to this and she's got sons at home. Can she, can she start this process without him on board or do you need to have a man in your life in order to process these emotions and feelings and get them to essentially have emotional intelligence. It's like the, their own emotional IQ about themselves. Cause that's one we all kind of miss out on. Yes. I mean, that's a, a great question, Kat. Um, of course, you know, you don't want to, like if you see your son emotionally just incarcerated and spiraling out, you can't allow that to continue to happen if your husband is engaged. OK, um, of course, yes, the mother needs to sit, be intentional. How is your day? My son, I get I get offended because sometimes he'll tell my wife things and I don't know. <laughs> I'm, like, Dude, I'm your man. But my, yeah, wife, yeah, yeah. my wife is very intentional. She'll sit with them. Hey, come lay down. Let's talk about your day. And he 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 had talked to her. You know, so she opens the floor. How does that make you feel? Man, that hurt. Man, I remember if I was your age, man, how did you push through? And then he gets to share. And he may say, well, I haven't. Mom is still hurt. So well, I feel like a loser, whatever. And that gives him an opportunity to get what's on his heart, off of his heart. And now it opens the door for us as parents who have been through a lot to share with them, give them some advice and some counseling. Um, ideally, you want you is of course you would want the father engaged, um, and I tell a lot of wives, you know, just they they buy my books or they buy the audio book and they would just sit it there for them. And I have so many testimonies from wives, and as a matter of fact, I just got one from a, a wife who just posted it on her social media. How Battle Cry, my book, helped her understand her husband. Oh wow! And, and so that was big because once. He was like, well, where is this new attitude coming from? She said, this book here, you know, check it out if you get time. But, you know, I'm sorry that I never gave you the floor. I'm sorry. I mean, it was just it moved me because I don't write books to make money. I write books to change lives. 
And so to answer your question, yes, as a mother, you know, do whatever you can to get your son to open up again. Mothers never forget, no matter how old your child, your son gets, you're always his source of nurturing. My mother died in 2016. And what I miss the most is being able to come sit next to her on the couch and just lay my head on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Grown man, 230-something pounds, martial artist. That's what I needed from my mom. I didn't need yeah. her to say nothing or anything just to be there. And a lot of times, you know, mothers will say, well, I don't want to baby him too much. I didn't say baby him. I said be there to nurture. nurture. It's a big difference. You know, again, society... Is already this world is hard enough. And as a parent, the last thing we need to do is add another block or a, a burden for our children to carry. And so um let's So I'm assuming part of this is also sorry, I did not mean to cut you off at all. Oh, there. Boy, I'm you listening. I go ahead. Sentence. Just as you were <laughs> saying it, I was thinking part of it as a, what a mom can do is to probably label what the children are maybe feeling rather than try to make it better. Like rather than us trying to, you know, moms have this tendency to mm-hmm. not want to feel our children's pain and, and make it better, but maybe let them sit in that and let them label it and then help them work through it rather than fix it. Man, <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> of my wife. <laughs> Cause yes. my wife does that. Yeah. So we don't like bad feeling. We do not like any. So yeah. you're saying then like, we don't like for people to feel bad. Women are like, rescue, 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 yes, rescue. I'll yes. make it better. I'll make it better. <laughs> but you know, you know, my wife does it to me even as a husband. So one thing oh. that's been a blessing when I broke free from emotional incarceration, I was finally able to allow my wife into that part of my, my heart. And so she hears something. Well, well, let's do this. Let's do this. I say, no, I just need you to listen, pray and just be there. If I ask you for help or a strategy, then let's move. But what means the most to me right now in this moment is that I know you're listening and I know that you care. You hit it on the head, Kat, you know, with parents, you know, when your son says, hey, I'm sad. Or with my son, he was depressed because COVID did a number on a lot of our children. Yeah, it really did. I said, oh, son, I said, you know, dad gets depressed too, right? And he looked at me. I said, yeah. I said, the key thing, can you identify where this depression is coming from? He said, well, yes, I haven't seen my friends in so long. This, this, and that. So he was able to write all of this stuff out. I said, now you have the answer for your depression. What can we do to eliminate these things on this list? And then we worked our way back and he was just like, so this is how you do it? I say, man, you're going to face sadness, depression all throughout your life. As long as you love people, you will feel those things. When things happen, none of us are impervious to tragedy, trauma. It's the key is how do we deal with these things when it happens? Can we allow the weight that's on our souls to cast its cares away? For me, as a man of God, I, I pray and I cast them all to him so that I can live in the moment and, and really be the best I can be in a moment if I continue to allow what happened or I always say allow my trauma that's behind me to time travel to now. I can never fully embrace the joy, everything that's happening on this conversation. I can't really look in your eyes and embrace you and, and, and be engaged with you if I'm constantly thinking about just say a bad interview I had or I'm thinking about my dog who died, anything I can't, I allow myself, I make sure myself, I can release everything that happens in every moment, even right now. Anything that's happening, it's a training we do, it's called shalak, which means to cast away in Hebrew. You constantly have to do this. Meditation is no good if I have to sit here like this the whole time. If I can't take this peace with me throughout my day, it does nothing for me. Right. And so I often say, um, Peace has to be in us before it is around us. It's not a place. It's it's wherever you are, you know. And so when you develop that and that only comes from, like I said, being able to process what you're, you're feeling, release it. And then you're able to stay fresh in every moment. And that's that's all we teach, Kat. And as a parent, you know, we need it. You know, our days, like you just said, you know, your schedules kind of conflict a lot, you know. And so it's like you got how many kids? Seven kids? I have three, she has four, but we do life together. So I'll take kids, she'll take kids. So 
So and we have a full time job. So it's like bonkers. So so how do you you know so where's your release you know and so uh, one class um, it was I was going to teach a certain technique this day for uh, defense against bullying and I, I saw the fathers on the stage and they looked so tired but they weren't like mm-hmm. taking a nap they weren't sleeping and so God was like change the class tell the fathers to come on the mat take their shoes off and lay down amazing so I had the fathers I took a picture I had the fathers lay down. Within a matter of minutes, cat, they were they were all... so then I had the sons, because I had the sons do the same. Then I had the sons. I said, shh, I went to each ear, sit up, sit up, sit up. So they all sat up. I said, look at your fathers. And they looked. I said, when is the last time you seen them take a nap? They were like, I don't see my father take a nap. And a lot of men, I thought it was just me, cat. A lot of us, when our wives come home and we're taking a nap, we jump up. Oh, because so do we, by the way. I think oh, we, we oh, all need to give each other more grace. Oh, wow. You know? Really? Okay, good. Thank you for sharing that. And so where is that coming from? That's a performance-based relationship that I have to be doing something yeah. to be approved by either my husband or my wife. And so when they sat up, I asked them, and I said, you know, how did it feel? They said, it felt almost foreign. One guy said it felt like he was in a coma he was in a deep sleep that much. And so for us to have to stay constantly dealing with the stressors, dealing with life in and of itself, and never be able to stop the world and shellac and cast everything away, we're constantly going to be grinding. And we, we say that word like it's positive, but when you look up the word itself, it means to wear down, to oppress, to crush. There's nothing positive about that word. However, we can work productively, we can work hard, but grinding in and of itself, that's why most people who say that word constantly, they look tired and they have coffee in their hand or energy drink 24-7. And so it's just about shifting, you know, uh, our perspective of things in life. But also, again, as men, when we stop allowing this world's definition of what a man is to define us, you know, it's it, it it was a game changer for me. And when I stopped just looking, even accepting it, right? Like just yeah. even saying it out loud, saying I don't have to be that is because yes. I don't um, even think we acknowledge it. No, we don't. And, and you know, for no. people as a woman, you know, one thing I love about women, you never allow society to define you. Okay, what they say, a, a woman's place is in the kitchen. Okay, my mother hated that saying. You didn't allow, you don't, you never hear women just say, I'm just a feminine woman. No, you're anything and everything you got to be at any given moment. And then, and, and anything we want to be too right now. Women yeah, can, there's a big camaraderie. That goes without right saying now. to me. Yeah. That goes without saying, you know, but I'm saying the fact that you weren't, you didn't allow yourself, you didn't allow this society to define you. As men, we did. Yeah. And that's yeah. why we're suffering right now. We're suffering in silence and, and statistics is showing that it's, it's, it's negatively impacting us. What you were saying, Kat? You want to know something interesting is the mom community is so big and so strong on social media and on, you know, the, the mom world is such a thing. And the dad, the dad content creators and the dad world is much smaller, which makes me kind of sad because they're probably not going out for, you know, they're not meeting up and having conversations about how hard fatherhood is sometimes, but women are given permission to talk about how hard it is. And while we're, while we are raising these boys, do you have any thoughts on this whole, um, I feel like boys are often more perfectionist than girls. They aim for perfection in a different way. And just in our households alone, we see the boys um, put the pressure on themselves that we don't put on them. And I'm like, how do we help our boys be human? I know we're talking about also, you know, the emotional side, but how do we let them, if we're not putting the pressure on them and society is, how are we showing them the way to be, to be, to, to not be afraid to fail, to not have to be perfect, to, you know, not get straight A's in school, like to not be on the best hockey team, soccer team, basketball mm. team. That's, You're that's, not a failure if you don't make it. That's, that's, that's a great question. And so I use myself as an example with my son, um, he always felt that he had to perform for me. And I'm like, where did this come from? And uh, my psychotherapist was like, Jason, look who you are. 
And so right. your son is seeing, he's feeling he has to live up to this. And I'm like, oh, no. So I immediately had to remove that. I said, look here. I, matter of fact, it's another viral video. And he had to break this board. We were just breaking wood just to test the strength. And he uh, he couldn't break. He was, he was Jason was maybe seven at the time. And I told him in the car, I said, son, if you don't break this board, it don't matter to me. I love you. And so it happened and he couldn't break it and he started crying. And I told him to come to me and I hugged him and I started crying. I said, son, I'm sorry. I said, I never want to put pressure on you. I said, boy, do you know I pray for you? I said, I don't care if you do any of this in here. I said, I love you for who you are. And that's what our boys want that, you know, it, as men, we tend to identify ourselves by what we do instead of who we are. Yeah. When you give a child the freedom, first of all, I say in our academy, mistakes are our greatest teachers. You know, the only worst mistake is the one you didn't learn from, you know, allow them to teach you. And so when you give them the freedom to fail and give them the freedom to feel fear, not push fear away, but to feel it and then be see, courage doesn't exist without fear. So I tell myself without feeling that. There's no need to be courageous. I say, now let's move through that fear so it doesn't hinder you from doing what you need to do. I tell parents, just give your son the affirmations that they need daily, who they are outside of sports, outside of school, outside of martial arts, outside of the gaming world, whatever, who they are. You're beautiful. You're courageous. You're kind. You're compassionate. You're loving. So those things in my son's room, and and this is, I, I, I had a project. I created them all. I just got to get them printed. Well, all of these attributes are on his wall for high school. Because I need, when he wakes up, I need him to look at this wall and say all of these attributes of who he is. And none of them have anything to do with him performing for this world. That's, I, that's when you give your kids freedom. You literally, that was a light bulb moment. And when you're saying that, I think there's so much conversation around females and girls and tweens and confidence and body image. And the boy conversation is really left out in terms of, you know, their image of themselves as they transition from boy to, you know, teen to man. And just these conversations, it's like, it's so simple, but I think so many parents don't know how to do it. So I just, I thank you because I do think they look at us and they they think that the expectation is so high. And if we don't tell them it's not, they'll always just think that. And it's our job to let them know they can be humans and be emotional and sad and all the feelings. And I know personally, I've totally let my son down in that area and focus so much attention on his older sister because we're so nervous of, you know, teen and tween girls get hammered so hard in society with their self-confidence and their body image and everything that the younger siblings just kind of get almost forgotten because they're boys. They'll be okay. But it's not the case. We can't just assume boys will be okay because they're boys is the whole thing of what you're saying right now. You hit it on the head, you know, a wake up call for me, Kat was again during COVID like 2020 when it all jumped off and my son, uh, he goes to private school, good school. And, you know, again, this was new for teachers. As well, you know, it was a lot of stress on teachers. Oh, yeah. I had to tell one of them because they were telling me he was missing assignments and all this other stuff was happening. I said, hey, listen, I don't know if you forgot, but we're in the midst of a pandemic. I said, I need you to always remember that this school year will always have an asterisk by it. And when you look down at the bottom, it's going to say COVID-19 pandemic. So what I mean by that is you will not put additional pressure on my son because he cannot sit in the classroom with you right now. What I need or you to his do, friends. Yeah, or his friends. I just need you to encourage him and I will be encouraging you because I understand this comes from a place of caring, but we cannot operate the same way all the time. We have to be able to transform for each situation. And that's the problem when you you think you have this this system is in place when things in life change. You're like, well, wait a minute, I'm losing control. No, you're not. You just have to adapt. Yeah. And, 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 and so that's when I said, well, wait a minute. I told my son, I said, I'm so proud of you. I said, but you, you're basically in college to me, son. I said, you're standing here, you're handling all of your business on your laptop in the seventh and eighth grade. I yeah. Said, I said, listen. I'm not going to get on you. I never get on him like 
excuse me, get on him and like if he gets a he doesn't get F's, but just say he doesn't perform well on one of his tests. Say he gets a D or an F, whatever. I said, well, son, I talked to him, said, what happened? Did you study? What caused this? I never yet raised my voice or anything because I always wanted him to know these grades do not define you. Mm-mm. I just want to let you know that. However, I do encourage all of my students. I say, I want you to live life in a way where these grades, where you live up to the grade. And they were like, what do you mean? You just said they don't define us. I said, listen, what does a C mean? They say a C stands for average. I say, are you an average boy? They say, well, no. I said, you get what I'm saying? They were like, yeah. Oh, and they say, start laughing. So one of the, the main evaluations I love in our academy is that over 79% of the students now improve their grade point average without tutoring. Wow. By one, by one letter grade. And wow. it, it, it came from me encouraging them and then first pointing out school is hard, not necessarily because of the work, especially, you know, middle school and, and, and younger, but it's the distractions. Yeah. So help a boy or girl navigate through that and then to express what went on in their day. I've seen it here since our existence. These kids are able to perform, move past the pressure as long as they feel the love, as long as they feel heard that, oh, wow, that must be tough, man. That's man. How do you feel? I mean, she she changed the homework again. Oh, man. But how are you going to adjust? Yeah. And and it, it encourages them. Like I took the word challenge out of my vocabulary. I, I use mm-hmm. the word encourage instead. So the way we encourage here. It looks like you're challenging them, but it's an entirely different tone. It's pushing them in the yeah, and you work. Thing. You're helping them work through challenges, which are you know very different than challenging them. Helping someone exactly. get through it is so much being beside them rather than in front of them or behind them. Pushing them is such a, a different different way to live life. Well, you are. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are like I, I think people could listen to you all day. You don't, do you have a podcast? <laughs> I'm, I'm I've, I've been asked to do that. I'm working on that. Actually, I have one for the Cape of Adullam, which is the Male Academy. And what's crazy? This is the studio. Actually, we built for them. And so I wish you could see. You do this. not need much. You need an iPhone. We do it all <laughs> off an iPhone. Really? More, yeah. Oh gosh. Literally off a free app on an iPhone, and we wow. have 11 million downloads on our i on our story. It does not impact you. You need an iPhone, an app. I will send you the free information. And wow, this is well, it's too late for me. I wish I'd have talked to you sooner. But we have it's all it's set up and it's on YouTube. We started it because I wanted led by youth, so I just mm. moderate pretty much again to the principle of this entire call giving them their voice, let them be heard. Yes. Their issues are for real. And I want to teach them how to solve them and then to help others. And they, when we load it, you can, if your listeners, uh, they want to go to YouTube, it's K 
CAVE313, that's C-A-V-E, then the numbers 313. And they can go there and see the first one. Um, and we'll have it uploaded soon to Apple and Android. But, you know, I built this because I have two mics here because I wanted the kids to have guests and everything. Amazing. So that's what well, that's Im- that's important. And they'll feel like they're in a space to actually share, which is really important. And I mean, anything we can help you with, any any questions, any anything we can share, you let us know. We yes. will put all of your information down below. You have books that people can buy, which we will also link. But in case they are driving and listening, where can they go get all of your books? Amazon, uh, that's the or Barnes and Noble. You can go anywhere books are sold to find my books. Um, Amazon, I like Amazon better because it's the hub. <laughs> and it comes to your door the next day, really, or yes, sometimes the same day. Yes. You don't forget about it in your cart, you know. Yep. And if you buy in person, you know Barnes and Noble has been so supportive of even my latest book. Um, and so you know, if, you know, a lot of people want to get it the same day. So Barnes and Noble usually keeps it in stock. Well. Jason Williams, you have been, um, you have given me so much to think about, and I'm sure every person listening so much to think about. And um, thank you for taking time and, and sharing your wisdom and your kindness and your calmness with all of us. We really appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you, Kat, for everything. Thank you for uh, reaching out. I was uh, excited. I always love um, trying new platforms, especially supporting mothers. You know, like I said, uh, I have a dear place in my heart, especially for single moms. You know, it's, um, I saw it lived out one of the best. You have a lot of those on here who are doing the best they can. So Mm -hmm. having your uh, wisdom will be so helpful to them because we're all trying to do the best we can, aren't we? With a little help from others. So it's a lot. And I guess, can I just close on this? Because I want to say this for single moms. Um, One thing we do here is we allow moms to be moms. And and um, they typically cry when they start bringing their sons here because I say, look, we want you to give the discipline to us. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, we want you to be mom. For so long, they have to be mom, the disciplinarian, and nurture is so, this is what I tell the boys, Kat. I said, if you're a son of a single mother, could you imagine Tom Brady having to be the center, hiking the ball to himself, then become the quarterback, then drop back and then throw the ball, then become the receiver to run the ball into the end zone. I say, that's what your mother has to do for you. I say, so whenever their sons get out of line, I say, don't worry about it. Act like we're dad. And then they call us and we talk to their sons. We play that role. One that's of them, amazing. And this, and this, it was a revelation that hit me. One mother came in, she was so irate yelling at her son and he went to sit down on the bench ready waiting for class and she tears in her eyes she's like I just don't know what to do I said I want you to be mom she says what do you mean I said look at your son right now with your heart not with what your anger right now look at him with your heart and she looked at him I said what does he need he said she said he needs me to nurture him he she he needs mom I said what's unfortunate you had to play the role of a father so long that you forgot who mom is. And she just broke down. Mm. And so I said, so I wanted to, at that moment, I said, I want to do a better job at supporting single mothers in that way. And we have a couple of single fathers here as well. um, And we do the same with them because here it is now, their dad having to be mom. And it's just, it's just, it's it's a too lot. much. It's too much, and so we try our best. The women, the mothers here, are so supportive of these men, you know. And, and boys have mother wounds. The mother wound to me is worse than the father wound. When they don't have that mother's love, the nurturing, it makes you angry. You have no idea where it's coming from. But it's like, man, how is my mom rejecting me, or why, or one of our kids' mother died. You know, why? Wow. Did this and now and he saw her pass out and die. Oh. And so now the father has to take a role and he's a very busy man. And so I say this just to all the single mothers. Every parent on here live from what you longed for instead of what you lacked for so long. We parent the way our parents parent us. And trust me, they didn't get, they didn't have it the way they wanted. They didn't understand parenting. If you go back to my. Yeah. Parent. Um, yeah. My wife typically is harder on our daughter than our son. 
And I say, well, why are you like this? She'll say, because my mother, they didn't make it easy for us. And they, we had to do this and it was harder. I said, well, you think that was their desire? I call mom-in-law. Mom-in-law says, oh, no way. If we had the money, all of them would have had new cars. All of them would have had this. This is it because it's not the desire. So I give right. him the best I can give him. I'm not allowing my daughter or anything. If I got it, you're going to get it. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, you're not going to be suffering out here. Tough love, yeah. tough work. I'm sorry. You know, I had, I, and I, oh, man, I could go on and on. A friend of mine <laughs> lost his son, millionaire. Lost wow. his son. And, and different ethnicity, you wouldn't think, if you look at the media, like, well, wait a minute, this is not supposed to happen. He went to this school and all this. His father gave me the best advice. He's like, I love him. He told me, he says, hey, ask me how my daughter was doing. And because we help her out, support her where she is in California. I said, well, I'm just waiting for her her plan to submit the plan for the next move for her apartment. Because I know it's going to cost, you know, I want her to step out a little more and pay for more. And he, he said with a calm voice, he says, can you name me a better investment than your children? And I got quiet. This is coming from a multimillionaire who lost his son. How do you not take that with all seriousness? Right. Of Basically course. Me, there is nothing in the world that's a greater investment than your children. As a parent, when I heard that, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm going to support you until I'm gone. I'm not going to live with regrets. And yeah. as a parent, when you live from that spot, don't let your child take advantage of you. Of course, we know when that's happening, but if they're trying. Yeah, yeah, totally. Support yeah. them. And so I, I live from what I long for. Uh, and I close on this cat. My son asked me one day, he says, dad, how did you become a great dad when your father wasn't? I said, son, I simply gave you what I longed for. I that gave is actually him the perfect father. advice. Mm-hmm. I That's gave him exactly what we should all do. That's it. When we do that, man, you live from the, that love in your heart, man, your children flourish. And, and that's what that's yeah. the last advice I would give to all the moms that's listening. You know, it's tough. There's a lot of fears. Your children, especially if you're a single mom, oh my goodness, it's a lot. Yeah. From that. And for me being a man of faith, my mother couldn't have made it. I lost two of my brothers died to homicide. You know, and my I grandfather was yeah, my grandfather was lynched. My mother had to carry all that weight and fear for my life so many days. And parent and, and and raise you while she's doing it and provide for you, right? So it's it's it just the you, yeah, there's the layers that go into it, right? I that's, that's why you know I I don't I don't say anything. You know, like people say, well, single mothers can do this, they can do that. I say, yeah, are you one? Yeah, we get quiet. You know, everyone yeah. can talk it. Everyone can be righteous, boy. But when I put that mirror in front of them. I put them right in their place. And it's like, look, you know, cut all of this out. And yes, it's true. We all have faults. We do make mistakes. But is it edifying? Is it going to help the situation? So I don't, uh, wisdom has taught me, I don't engage in that. Um, I, if my sisters, single mothers here say, Jay, am I doing this wrong? Should I do this? I talk to them. I tell them. Yeah. And they move on. And uh, but thank you for what you do. Thank you for giving mothers well, the platform to um, release the you know everything that they're dealing with and to uh, learn how to you know become better not only for their children but for themselves. You know, so often that's, mothers are that's all it is. overlooked. You know, I saw one of your videos and you were talking about fixing dinner. How every you know it was funny. You said you got to prepare this and that, hoping everyone likes it. And it's like, where's the space for mom? You know, there isn't, uh, we're very fortunate. We have great partners in our life who um, accept us for us and let us uh, live as, as women and as moms and really are amazing. Cause I think that's really important relationships to have, mm-hmm. you know, them let you be yourself and also mom and wife. And, um, but we know most women don't have that luxury and are pulling double duty and watching uh, a husband go to work and come home and have the space to just be exhausted and they're allowed to be exhausted, but mom doesn't ever really get the, you know, 
keep going, mom. So I think there, there is a lot of emotional things that go on for, for everybody. So it is just, I think the conversation brings us closer to understanding what we can do with the next generation and make our relationships better by understanding each other a little more. And you've, you've really, I think, opened up a, a lot of our eyes um, to how men react and why and, and how we can maybe not only foster that through our sons, but also through our husbands as well, helping them mirror better too. So I think this conversation is just one that ha- isn't had enough. So we will continue it and we will send everyone to you because um, your platforms, because it really is needed. So thank you so much. Thank you, Kat. Have a great day. Uh, pleasure to you meet too. you, I guess, virtually. <laughs> Hopefully I'll see you in person one day. It was lovely to meet you too. We really appreciate it. We're, we're, we're across the bridge in Toronto. So, you know, we're just over oh, on the right other side. There. Here. Oh, okay. Right yeah. there. Maybe, maybe we'll run into each other one day. I love Toronto. We come to Detroit sometimes. So, <laughs> yeah. Are you in Detroit? You're in Detroit, yes, right? Yes, yes. I, yeah. yes, Detroit. I love Canada. Is like, what is it, 10 minute drive? If that, if the, if the bridge isn't crowded, man, it's, yep. uh, we always, uh, just you know, we were just in Niagara Falls two years before the pandemic, actually. Yep, so we love Canada. Well, but, we're here. All right. I <laughs> Thanks for it. Thank you. Have, have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>